skip myself today. You got a fast song. I want to skip it anyway. Might as well skip. Might as well skip. Go on to skip. Might as well skip. Okay, welcome back to another week of the Skippables podcast. This is the show where we listen to the world's best bands. We find their worst songs. I'm your host, Joe Champatazzi, and I am back with my co-host, Josh Lopez. What's up, Josh? Rev it up. Woo. Woo. What's up, everybody? Good to be back. <laughs> Rev it up. Woo. Rev it up, Lou. Ooh, damn. Where were you in the writer's room? Yeah, dude. I don't know. Send me back in time. Um, of course, we have the professional here with us, as always, Leon Cortez. What's up, Leon? Hello, hello, Psy- Psycho Skipper. Ski, ski, ski. Fee, fee, fee. Skeet, ski. Skeet, skeet. From the window to the wall, Leon. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's get it. Dude. I'm here. This is, I mean, a, a very sensitive episode for you, Leon. Yeah, dude. This is fucked up. And I, yeah. I know that we we did this to you, and I'm, you know, I'm sorry, yeah. This, this this is what it is what it is yeah. it's just it's business okay i mean it's not your fault it's, it's not personally no this is our guest's fault yeah. for the first time making his triumphant return matt my diy daddy oh, everyone's <laughs> diy daddy matt, yeah, matt gray is yeah. back um, our, our first guest. Yeah. First first returning returning guest. I didn't want you to call me a DIY legend, so I guess that's kind of better. It's better that way, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah, dude. Um, yeah. Well, you're not a legend because you're still active. Oh, man. But Legends mm. never die. Underdog. Time, time's a flat circle. Dude, I'm st- Matt's back. I'm still doing right. it. I'm still doing it myself. <laughs> He's back, baby. <laughs> the first, uh, first IRL ep. Well, the first episode we recorded was like pre, no, like mid pandemic. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So uh, good to actually see you. I didn't know you were that this. You were this tall or this person. old. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> we knew. Okay. Uh, no, dude. Uh, I mean, I. I, I see Matt all the time now. We're we're currently rocking and rolling in, in a band. Yep. So <clears throat> it's good to see you. you yes. Know, yeah. A day before we're gonna go to band practice. <laughs> right. Yeah, more than once a week. It's great yeah. to see you. Yep. Yeah. But dude, how have you been? The listeners want to know how how how's Matt been? Good. <laughs> What's it been? Like two years? A year and a half? How long you been doing well, like this? Like a year and a half. Two years. Two years. Yeah. Well, I mean, two yeah. years for us May. recording. Yeah. 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 And everyone said you should stop, but you're, I know. you're still you were the first one. They've yeah. been yeah. when we covered Nirvana. Yep. Yeah. So it, it's been a long time. Long time coming. We're glad that you're back. It's been a, a lot of skippable bands that we've covered, but we finally landed <laughs> on Lou Reed with <laughs> Lou. your return. Lou, yes. Huge. Uncle Lou, yeah. Super big right now. So, yeah. I mean, for everybody that loves Lou Reed, Velvet Underground. Turn this, it off. Turn <laughs> it off <stop> now. <laughs> yeah. A rude awakening is, is, is coming, okay? Don't worry, guys. I'm here. Your defender. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Getting back to Gio's point, this yeah. is like, even outside of the pod and everything, Leon's always been like a huge Lou Reed advocate. Yeah. I'm like those like old school New York guardian angel dudes, but just Lou dudes. <laughs> yeah. And um, for a good reason, Velvet Underground is classic. Yeah, dude. Of course. But we listened to uh, some some of the, uh, this is going to be Lou Reed part one, of course. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, we did uh, more. We the did first the first decade, 10. Basically. Uh, it was uh, his first self-titled album, then Transformer, Berlin, Sally Can't Dance, 
I was supposed to skip metal machine music, but I listened to all of that while Geo and Leon skipped it. Whoops. Coney Island Baby, Rock and Roll Heart, Street Hassle. I didn't listen to the bells because I thought that was what we were skipping. Growing Up in Public, The Blue Mask, and Legendary Hearts. Oh, I didn't listen to Legendary Hearts. Did not listen to Legendary yeah, Hearts. Dang, I was all over. Homework, yeah, huh? whoops, you did one extra one. All right. Well, this is my first time ever getting into it, and like truth be told, I didn't even really listen to too much Velvet Underground outside of before listening to this. Josh, you, you're breaking the, the listeners' hearts, man. Every week. <laughs> I'm the pod baby, is what I'm trying to figure oh. out. Goo goo gaga. They're flipping their podcasts over the table right now. Yeah, dude. They're flipping it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they're scratching this part out of the podcast <laughs> yes. so they can't hear it. It just skips over this. There's gonna be two cuts, guys. The the the, the one where Josh says that, one without it. She's gonna release two different versions yeah. of this. <laughs> Dude, it's just gonna beep. That's huge. That's huge that you've never. Re- I mean, like, I, I'm sure you've listened to the, some of the Velvet Underground, right? Yeah, I like heard heroin and like okay. uh, I'll be your mirror and stuff like that. But um, all from one album. Right. Yeah, all from right. one album. I never like uh, dug any deeper, and I didn't even know like th- that the banana peels and all that like crazy trivia whoa. and stuff. Like, yeah, wow, it's pretty. Wow. It's really interesting looking out. Uh, okay, if we're being real, yes, this is my first time listening to it, and when I was first listening to it, I didn't get it, and I really was annoyed by it. <laughs> but oh. we had to listen to ten albums of it, so like I yeah, get sorry. the cadence. I get well, but like luckily, I just went on a vacation, and so I was on the plane. I'm you know at uh theme parks and stuff waiting in line for two hours listening to lou reed Whoa, and stuff that's, that's pretty dark dude it, it was pretty crazy <laughs> you listening to lou at walt disney I, like yeah disney? in nice. line for a haunted mansion i listened to all of berlin oh, that, oh that, kind, that kind of fits though yeah. 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 it was wild just soundtrack man i try i tried to get geo to like do less albums but once i was like let's do 10 he was he he just held me to it i would listen to uh metal machine music on it's a small world it's kind of weird yeah 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 that's yeah. nice <laughs> I was like, that sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. but um, so once I kind of understood who it, what he, what his sound is, and he's like hardly ever gonna really sing. I love hearing a person sing, so all the monologues and stuff were uh, an adjustment period. But yeah, I gotta say, we'll cut it up more in general. But by and large, Lou Reed rules. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I wow. think so. Yes. Yeah, right. Good conclusion. Good. Good to know. Yeah. I, I like how that ended. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, um, I, I guess we all started with maybe the Velvet Underground? No, dude, Walk on the Wild Side. Is that is that how you really started yeah, with Lou Reed? Dude. I mean, I never heard Lou Reed growing up in the 80s. So how did you first find him? Uh, I don't know. He, I did hear he was in the, he did the voice of a character in this uh, cartoon in the 80s, Rock and Rule, where he's the villain mock. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. yeah. Rock and Rule is really, that, that's just a general shout out in general. Yeah, what? that was probably the first time I ever heard Lou Reed is he does this song where it's like, my name is Mock. Thanks a lot. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> anyway that's classic lou lou rhyming dude. yeah it's a really weird movie where (laughs) where he plays like an old rock star trying to summon the devil and i think uh debbie harry's in it debbie harry like the it's a whole bunch of it's like a who's who yeah you know of 80s rock get really high and watch it i'd say it's dude what's it called again rock and rule rock and rule dude i'm in but yeah lou wasn't really like on the radar in the 80s to be honest i i actually heard mark Wahlberg's song marky mark and the funky funky bunches song that sampled walk on the wild side before i ever heard lou's walk on the wild side Whoa. what about it because walk on the wild side was on like 
K, uh, like KLOS, like the classic yeah. rock station here. I mean, I grew up in Vermont, though. I didn't grow up yeah. someplace Maybe cool. Maybe that's what it was. But yeah, yeah, I didn't hear them. And then the only first time I heard the Velvet Underground was on the Doors movie soundtrack. Wow. They had heroin on it. So. Okay. Whoa. That's what I kind of realized, too, as my first impressions of it is like, oh, man, this is Velvet Underground and Lou Reed are like cult people. Yeah. You know, like Velvet Underground had a lot of like limited run and albums plus, and stuff like that. Like. The music he was making by the time I did hear him was not really comparable to the Velvet Underground. I think the first album of his I heard was Magic and Loss, okay. which uh, we're not going to talk about today. No, we're not gonna, we did not listen to that uh, one. Like shit, no, but it. like, yeah, he's he. By the time I discovered Lou Reed, he was always kind of like, he was already kind of like he wasn't edgy. I'll just say, okay, he was not like edgy. He was he was like something older people listen to to be honest yeah and it hasn't changed that much no, no. not really <laughs> they've just really. gotten older yeah they just the yeah. people just got older yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so lou reed was kind of mysterious to me growing up until i got into the velvet underground and uh well we can talk about more but honestly i kind of stopped with the velvet underground and maybe the first few lou reed solo albums but like the whole reason i picked lou reed today if I should say normally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Man. Yeah. Yeah. The whole reason I picked Lou Reed out of my curiosity was because I am a huge Velvet Underground fan. I love their first four albums. I, I'm not going to count squeeze for reasons you can get into on a Velvet Underground <laughs> right. episode, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't skip any of the songs on those albums. I think they're they're good all the way through. Um, but anytime I've tried, anytime I've tried to venture into Lou Reed's solo discography, I, I'm always just like, Oh no. So, like, oh no, like this is too much, or oh no, I don't want to know what he he was it, doing. Oh no, this is bad. <laughs> if I'm being blunt, but once you get past like Berlin, I'm just like, uh, what? So, um, but I was like, you know, I had to be curious. It's like, how could the man who wrote all the songs of my one of my fa- ten favorite bands of all time? turn into lou reed so i guess that's one of why i wanted to listen to these and then now my i have to say my curiosity is satisfied and and that's that's tragic because there's so much more lou reed i know yeah, there's yeah. so much more you i know, know guys jesus isn't perfect yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no sinner like the rest of us yeah, yeah. he's oh a sinner God, like dude. the rest of us man yeah but yeah i mean i might i mean me and leon might come to some blows i think yeah. that we're both mm fans of lou reed in theory but i think we diverge at some it's like you know like you're saying with jesus some of his acolytes took the teachings in a different direction yes shout out joseph yeah. smith dude yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ain't that the real the one. way so i think yeah me and leon are gonna take lou's teachings in different directions but we'll see what happens yeah i mean i i loved the velvet underground too like super big formative when i was younger i remember like i think this girl when i was like a sophomore had like a you know the banana t-shirt and i asked her about it and then like i think she you know like told me maybe like i'll be your mirror was like a song she had heard and then from there i think it was just like one song after the other that i like found maybe heroin might have been also been like one of the first songs that i listened to and it was just like right in my like initial stoner phase where like it hit the perfect moment and like after that it was just like finding i think like i had mentioned in the last episode, um, Joy Division covers Sister Ray, right? And it was it was played at the end of the movie Brick, 
and I'd watched Brick when I was like a sophomore. It's like a Ryan Johnson like detective. Yeah, yeah. High school I, movie. I don't remember Sister Ray being in the Joy Division version. The Joy Division version. Huh. I guess I don't. I don't watch the credits. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It was like it was the credits were rolling, and I heard it, and I was like, one Joy Division, and then two like. That's fucking, you know. I know you're about to, underground. I know you're doing a Joy Division episode, but I always thought that cover was funny because it showed that Joy Division were not as funky as the Velvet Underground, which is yeah. saying something <laughs> like they could not nail the groove on that song. Yeah, they weren't yeah. from New York. <laughs> then it's That's like, true. Then it's like Ian going, "Don't worry, no more ding dong." Yeah, so yeah. Not a ding dong. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so once I like, I kind of was like making those connections of like okay like some of like the like post-punk and like punk people were really into velvet underground and then like the andy warhol thing with like their Mm -hmm. first record i just like loved it and then i think i listened to maybe like the the bowie produced album uh transformer yeah and i think maybe berlin with like mark and that was prime. I think that's pretty much it. Maybe like Coney Island Baby, like a couple tracks that you guys were like playing a few years ago, yeah, Leon. Yeah. And that's it, dude. So like all these eight albums that we listened to was fucking right. Kind of a rude awakening, <laughs> right? But also like a spiritual awakening mm-hmm. in, in in many ways too. You can kind of ride it, honestly. I purged all of it within like three days, and I gotta say I don't have that many. I mean, it's problematic in its own right, and there's a lot of stuff we'll cut up in the pod. Mm-hmm. But like when you're kind of, you could ride a Lou Reed yeah, like train yeah. for a while, you know, he, and yes. it's not that bad. He's a smart man, dude. I mean, short I think, albums. Yeah. Yes, I think he's fascinating. I think Lou Reed's fascinating. I think he's yeah, and I think a lot of the times for me, like even when I think. The music is terrible, which I do for a lot of this, I'll be honest. I, I'm just fascinated by what he's going to say or do. Yeah. Like, I don't even like, like, I'm going to be honest, I kind of, we will get into it, but I kind of feel like he stopped writing songs after like his fifth album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a straight diary. Just goes in for and... studio time. Yeah, you know? yeah. He just like has like a journal entry and like a title that he's going to repeat four times as a chorus. Yeah. Well, and, I think like, I read that on three the... chords. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, the first album, it was largely the backing band. He would come in and like you're saying, like be like, okay, the song's like this, this and this. And then like the drummer from Yes was like playing on it and stuff. Right. And just the, the the studio musicians were... By and large, the people who were but then producing. half the first album, the self-titled, is leftover Velvet Underground yeah. songs. Mm, yeah, true. redone and stuff. That come yeah, out later redone, on. redone, not quite as good. Honestly, they come out that later really bummed me out. Yeah. No, dude, that's a good album. That's one of my favorites. It's pretty. It's I, I like the first album, but it's like it's not as good as like you know what's what's the one uh, VU VU yeah, yeah. Good. The, the VU versions counterparts are just so much better well, it's the Velvet Underground doing it that's why <laughs> I guess it's, it's just a like done a different, a different style yeah but it's just good still okay <laughs> it just is good okay right. just shut up yeah. right. <laughs> but yeah for me it was I started off with what's it called dude just uh, Walk on the Wild Side yeah then Velvet Underground one of those CDs I got when Tower Records closed I don't always hear about it on a Spin magazine. Right. Mm. Yeah. It's always comparing bands to the Velvet Underground. Yeah. And then, yeah, dude, just Lou. And then just watching Lou videos on YouTube, I, I think I fell more into, like, the cool part of Lou. Yeah, I was going to say, when did you, like, become... Like, Lou is just so cool to me, dude. Like, he's just, like... <laughs> he's really cool. He is really cool. That's, like, the whole thing. He's, like, the ultimate, like, rock star for me. Ultimate? I get it. Like, for I get me, it. it's, like, he's, like, the coolest rock star of all time. Cause like he lived a very subversive life. Like he wasn't, he wasn't just like, you know, a 
rock and roller who like went in the studio played giant stadiums like mm-hmm. fucked a bunch of like you I mean, know women like he did a lot of like terrible stadiums, things but, but like he, he just kind of like was you know yeah i mean it's it's working ha- his whole life yeah it's hard to really like imagine now because you know we've got so much culture behind us and we've got the internet and we've got all this stuff going on but like yeah when lou reed started out it was a lot the culture was a lot more narrowly defined and restrictive and repressive so he really i think he was like a huge bombshell to a lot of people who were went on to be influenced by him in the velvet underground just like the fact that he was singing about you know these things you're not supposed to sing about like obviously drugs and you know homosexuality and queerness and you know transsexuality and and all these things and you know also bad things too like you know abuse and you know Mm -hmm. misogyny and things we'll get to later but yeah these things that like yeah people didn't talk about openly in like the 60s and even the 70s as much so yeah i think he was a you know i don't want to like just paint paint a halo on him or anything right but he was definitely a trailblazer just like take those horns yeah just like jesus just like jesus he was persecuted right (laughs) just like jesus he he had a major label record contract yes dude superstar (laughs) superstar capital dude yeah (laughs) capital records oh my god so when like you're saying you got into lou once you heard marky mark in the 90s no i that <laughs> that was no. it for him yeah no I, that's just when i first heard the walk on the wild side baseline um, right no it actually i was kind of slow i i was like uh i think maybe leon mentioned it but like or maybe it was no maybe it was you but like when you get into like rock history which i got into in the 90s through like alternative rock and you start reading the magazines the critics even today just love to mention the velvet underground and how important they were and like Yes. They're definitely a band the critics kind of kept alive, I think, until the internet came along and you could easily hear them. So I felt like it was my duty to seek out the Velvet yeah. Underground, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it's your duty. And I remember, so I got the, the banana tape, and this is in the early 90s when I was into, like, you know, Nirvana and grunge and, like, you know, Dinosaur Jr. and Nine Inch Nails and whatever, stuff like that. And, you know, like, so I get the, that, that tape, and I was like, this is, the, this is the birth of, like, punk. This is the birth of, like, underground fucking culture and like raw shit yeah, yeah. and <laughs> slap it on you're like sunday morning yeah. <laughs> and i was like i've been ripped off yeah i've been lied to but you know uh you keep listening because there's there's right. something about that album that album's so weird because you go from songs like that to like songs like venus and furs and heroin right and like, like european sun right and it's you're yeah. just like well this is hey bye 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 this is pretty wild yeah <laughs> I you know like I, the one thing about it is like you hear Lou Reed through the entire thing like even when Lou is like at his worst mm-hmm. like the Lou isms that he brings to he, all of his recordings it's it, it's like learning a dialect he, he can't turn it off yeah exactly <laughs> listening to Lou it's like Robin Williams or something you can't oh say oh my yeah. god or Willy yeah. Wonka yes it's like it's like learning a yeah. dialect you know once you get once you get used to the the Lou isms. Mm-hmm. it's like you understand the music better i mean you yes. kind of after you listen to all this stuff you kind of do want to just like sing like him or something and yeah. i will say yes. it's a it, it's easy to once you know how to listen to lou reed you can pretty much sing along to a song you never heard about because you know he or you never yeah. heard before because you know where he's going yeah, yeah. yes in his bed yeah like i, I, I think i've come to said. like 
I come to like realize like this is gonna be my version of like dad rock. Like if I have, if I ever have kids, they're gonna be like, "Fuck, dude, dad's listening to Lou Reed again." Like, <laughs> and you yeah. do mean legitimate kids. Yeah. Yes. Hey, hey, kids hey. that I acknowledge. <laughs> Bleep this out, cut it out. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm impotent, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's well. hope not, dude. You're our only hope, bro. Yes. We, we, we need more professionals out in the world. Yeah. Should Young we get to the quiz? Yeah, let's get to the quiz. All right, guys. <laughs> All right. Why not? Uh, on that note. Yeah. All right. Uh, number one, following critical scorn and mass returns of Lou Reed's Metal Machine Music label, RCA pulled the album from record store shelves after how long? A, three weeks. B, nine weeks. Uh, C, two months. A. I'll say nine weeks. B. Uh, what's the longest one? Nine weeks? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll go with that, because it's not really that rare, guys. <laughs> Three weeks! Oh, damn. Three damn. weeks, and they took it off. The critics, the only one that I could find online that had a positive review of it was Lester Bangs. Oh, good old Lester. Of course, dude. And Lester he was just was, saying that it was a fuck you to everybody. So. Lester Bangs was a huge influence on me, too, and he had these legendary interviews with Lou Reed that I think shaped my opinion of how like a punk underground rock star should behave which were probably negative ideas in retrospect <laughs> hey but you're here now uh, yeah that's i'm, right. st- I'm say, still here yeah I'm the way you here. carry yourself yeah, yeah. yeah you pulled you made it through snotty so that's leon for number one uh number two which short story by delmore schwartz did lou reed cite as a major influence on his writing style a the world is a wedding b what curious dresses all men wear or c in dreams begin responsibilities c in yep. dreams yeah i'm gonna go with c i'll go with that too you really did dig deep for these questions i tried because yeah, i knew I that some people are yeah, gonna yeah, have yeah. some trivia and guys you all nailed this one oh, in dreams begin responsibilities nice, he nice. said he was really inspired um just how approachable it was like very simple language and it's only five language or uh, five it's five languages <laughs> only, <laughs> it's only, only five five pages and uh he said it was like really esoteric and that i think it tra- it carries on to his work after i heard his explanation i was like okay interesting all right so number three in 2012 a group of biologists gave the name luridia to a newly discovered genus of what <laughs> a lizard b spider c poppy flower poppy flower poppy flower for yeah sure. it's probably that it's gotta be the poppy flower guys tricked ya <gasps> spider Damn. but the spider genus luridia are small bright velvet underground spiders oh, oh my god oh scientists are funny people that's right? so funny dude fuck the rest of them huh <laughs> whoa yeah sorry i had to i had to throw you guys through a loop on that one. God, that's uh, yeah, number dude. four which group acted as backing band for lou reed in his self-titled and transformer tours a the tots b Blues Breakers or C the Tremolos. C Tremolos. Who the the Tots? I'm gonna say the Tots. Yeah, I'll go, shout out I'll go with Dynamite, the dude. Tots. It was the Tater Tots. Yes. Oh, Give me some Tots, Napoleon. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the daughter of uh, what's the guy's name? The the guitarist from the the Rock and Roll Animal album. What's that guy's name? It's uh, oh uh, Dick Wagner. He was in. Good name. 
He was also in Alice Cooper's band. <laughs> Solid fucking album name. Dick yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I guess there's a, an album, never. a live album called American Poet that was released 2017 with uh, some of those performances from Sweet. the Tots. So check cool. it out. Number five. After quitting the Velvet Underground, Lou Reed became a typist at his father's what? A, medical clinic, B, tax office, or C, shipping company? B, tax office. Medical clinic. I'll go taxes. Guys, get those W-2s. <laughs> tax office. Oh, man. The the true fans are really coming out in this in this quiz here, guys. I had to I dig just, deep. I, just, I didn't even know that, but I just, Lou seemed really, really bougie, really, really middle class. Yeah. Long, mm-hmm. Like Long Island, right? Or yeah. whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, number six. What was the name of Lou Reed's line of Italian flip up sunglasses? <laughs> A. What? <laughs> <laughs> they look sick. I looked them up. We'll, we'll post it. Lou bands. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lou rays. <laughs> oh, my God. A. Corrective reflectors. B, look on the wild side, or C, lose views. Look on the wild side. C, lose views. I got to go with look on the wild side. <laughs> so dumb. Guys, it's lose views. Oh, they came out tw- uh, 2003 uh, in collaboration with designer David de Blasio. I got I to gotta give you uh, props for coming up with look on the wild side. Good <laughs> job. Good job. I, I had to trick him. I came in with that poppy flower, and I was like, I'm going to fucking get these guys again. Damn, man. You're good. All right. Last question. Why was Lou Reed's college jazz radio show Excursion on a Wobbly Rail abruptly canceled? A, he burped on air during a PSA. B, he was constantly coming in high. Or C, he played a single song on loop for an entire show. C. C. It was the burp, y'all. What? Yeah. Whoa. He burped on air during a PSA about muscular dystrophy, yeah. and I don't blame him. I it's not a that joke. Burp just for it was <laughs> so it was an accidental burp. I mean, he's was, got it. Only dude, the spirit time of, can say the dude. spirit of the Lou just came on. through Matt right there. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah, Whoa. Right. Well, take off those glasses. Oh. All right, so that makes oh my god, guys, we have a tie. And I don't have a tiebreaker. Wow. Oh, damn. <laughs> Me and Leon? Yeah, it was between mm-hmm. Matt and Leon. Gio, you got two. It was just for Lou. Uh, yeah, exactly. Two for Lou. Two for Lou. It's okay. We're going to have a knife fight at the end yeah, to, yeah, to settle this. I really got to commit to whether doing, I'm doing tiebreakers or not. Because mm-hmm. there's just a random episode where I'm like, hey, I have a tiebreaker tonight. And, and some, then yeah, someone sometimes wipes you do. the floor. And sometimes like, you don't. But yeah, yeah, Lou brothers, Matt and Leon. Wow. Right. Brothers, wow. brothers and Lou. Great quiz. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back for the awards. This song's skippable Like smooth rocks across a pond When I'm around, don't put it on Play something good Oh, this song is skippable I'm glad I skipped it with you Oh, this song is skippable Alright, we're back from break Great great break, everybody mm-hmm. Good to be back Felt good mm-hmm. Good right. song Yeah, thank you for, Yeah, thank you yeah, <laughs> it, I guess really we hard. don't really acknowledge too much of your karaoke songs We let, we let the listener kind of live in the suspension of disbelief That's but, right Man, you, you have been killing it I'll say it for one episode only, Gio Thank you Karaoke thank you. songs, great 
Thank you so much. Well, w that's not what we're talking about now. We're over that. Okay, we're on to the, the biggest main event of the entire episode. Ding, ding. The skippable awards. This is what everyone listens to. We'll always start with number one, the Elizabeth Fraser. Stop it. What? Why? Stop it. Oh, you got to pee or something? No. I'm breaking the rules again, guys. Oh, oh shit. There you go. Dude, there you go. Breaker. Bob Jr. The oh, Bob Jr. From the top. <laughs> Early Wait return. A minute. The very top. Last yeah. last episode, you introduced the Bob Jr. Yeah. as another favorite of yours, yeah, basically. Dude, we can't go two episodes back-to-back of my favorites and not uh, get a Bob Jr. <laughs> two Bob Juniors yeah. in a row. So we're going to go with Charlie's Girl. All right, Charlie's Girl from the top. From the top. Bob Jr. There's too many bops. It's very catchy. I can't wait catalog. for the real bop, dude. Yeah, right. yeah, if that's your bop Jr., your real bop might might be something. This bop is still yeah. crawling. He's still in the crib. This is a junior. This bop yeah. is a baby bop. bop. This bop cannot ride in the front seat. <laughs> baby bottle seat. bop. <laughs> Charlie's baby girl. Yeah, but, uh, guys, fans vote the Bob Jr. or baby bottle bop. <laughs> Yeah, you know his address. <laughs> I don't know, Baby Bottle Bob. I don't know. You know, I, I have an interesting title. What about Skippy Junior? Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't that work. That doesn't work. Never the Bob Junior. Damn, it's, it wouldn't be skipping the song, Gio. Yeah, you're right. This is a Bob. <laughs> Bob Junior is a good title. I like it. All right, watch out. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I kind of knew you were gonna do something like this, Leon, and um, so I didn't want to be the first one who might get in trouble for breaking the rules. So now I'm gonna break the rules. Oh, again guys what? so again my are first, there even rules there's no rules anymore leon broke them anarcho <sighs> we're going anarcho 2023 <laughs> but um so me discovering or listening to this music for the first time i definitely realized halfway through that he was telling a lot of other people's stories and talking from different perspectives and in different ways and being sarcastic and stuff like that and wanted to bring light to stuff, Matt, I think you were saying, of things that people weren't singing about at the time. So, and there's also another trend here, guys. But that's why I present the Lou Reed Secondary Source Award for Whoa. songs that are about what other people say. Yes! And I gotta give it to Lisa Says. Oh, oh yes. Man. What does she say? I think, uh, well, uh, I have uh, just 10 seconds in. Cool. Sing and play for you for the longest while. Lisa says. Lisa But yeah, good song. But I just uh, I noticed that whole trend, and I was like. How on the nose can I be with a Lisa Says? <laughs> yes. So the Lou Reed Secondary Source Award, guys. Thank me later. Yes. Love it, dude. 
We're a bunch of rule breakers. <gasps> wow. We're a bunch of rule breakers. Guess what? what? I also didn't do this one. I'm a rule breaker. Oh, oh my God. God. Liz. Sorry, babe. Sorry, Liz. But I, I, there's, you know, it's hard to not understand what Louis is saying. Because he just talks. He just yeah, talks. Exactly. <laughs> He's That's a whole other thing, too. Yeah. So. Don't disrespect him. <laughs> it's not just talking. <clears throat> it's preaching. Right. It's poetry. <laughs> So um, I went with something that's a, a little more um, of a kind of like confusing to, to understand why he didn't just do two songs. This is a song um, for an award called the Brockhampton Mix and Match Award. Oh, <laughs> there we go. So Alone. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. I want to play you the first part of So Alone because I really, really enjoyed the first part of So Alone, right? And then there's like a weird mid like segue and then like the second part just like totally takes me out of it but he, he, here's the first part just to kind of, kind of like get you understanding how good the first part is here we go she says she doesn't want to be alone she says it's making her neurotic but please don't mistake it for being neurotic so alone so all alone all right so stuff like that right okay so then let's get to 230 and I'm going to show you kind of where this song goes. Well, I really love your behind. Oh, get up and boogie. Oh, baby, get up and dance. Oh, get, 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 get up and boogie, baby. Oh, get up and dance. Shake your booty, mama. Oh, get up and dance. Right? So, yeah. It's just a little complex for you, dude. <laughs> It's a big, big change. I will give you that. I remember when that. I forgot about the end of that song. You said all alone. I was like, oh yeah, okay, I remember. And then I forgot. He doesn't sh- shake your booty. Oh, get up and boogie. <laughs> oh, get up and dance. Come on, baby. Like, what the fuck? He can get a bit like Grandpa Simpsony at times. Can <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> He's yelling at clouds for sure. That yeah. mix and match. It just throws you out like That's out true. of the song That's completely. True. You're dude. right. You're uh-huh. right. It's like this beautiful, nice little, like, loving roller coaster where you're like, it's like, oh, this girl's neurotic, but don't mistake it for being neurotic. Like, all these little, like, goofy lines. And then, like, this get up and dance kind of, like, I almost kind of want to do, like, a fake in the funk thing, but, like, I I don't think it qualified. (laughs) He's trying to get them to be less alone by getting up and dancing. Right, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. (laughs) A lot of of good ways to do that. Not my favorite approach. (laughs) Definitely not. So uh, that's that's the rule breaker side of the table. What what about you? Did you did you do an Elizabeth Fraser award? Hell hell no. I oh I broke God. the rules. I mean, cause he, he just talks. <laughs> like there's no there's no songs where you're like what did he say? You're mm-hmm. just like it's more mm-hmm. like did he just say that? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's no so like yeah. Originally I was gonna do like the Reed's bitchiest put down, which I thought was New York Stars. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to actually go with Lou Reed, my Lou Reed award for like most what the fuck vocal choice. Okay. In terms of his singing style, which, you know, most of Lou Reed's body of work, he sings, well, he talks. He talks in a low monotone, rhythmically, sometimes off rhythm, occasionally hitting a, mel- a note. But like mostly it's just like his phrasing. His phrasing is what... Uh, 
what he's known for. Uh, Rolling Stone did name him one of the 200 best singers of all time. I saw that, dude. Oh, <laughs> Eat that, Celine. Yeah, right? Eat it. <laughs> Lou Reed can sing better than you. Power. Celine. <laughs> power of love. How about the power yeah, of positive drinking? <laughs> anyway um so my most what the fuck uh choice for lou reed vocals which is i think him trying to sound maybe like an english punk maybe his johnny rotten i don't know but it's uh with you from the bells which you can just throw on at the beginning i'm just like no one in the studio was like hey maybe a different take this but no i know exactly what you're talking about dude yeah. The Bells is, is full of these like really wild takes that he did and it's like someone should have told him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is new to me. Really? Okay, yeah, check this out, Josh. guys that was great <laughs> so that, that was my choice because uh, like i don't know what he was thinking it's it's like he was trying to be an english punk singer and it's just like not good <laughs> i like it <laughs> i like when he does this like what do you th- <laughs> yeah what do, you, what do you think leon what about with, with, you? with you his his delivery it's is, is not, it a what I the mean, fuck take like uh matt says of course, I mean it's kind of goofy as fuck. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. Oh man, I like it because it sounds goofy. Yeah, like I, I feel like it, he's sarcastic in all of his songs, so he might as well just kind of like dick around. Yeah. I don't know. I fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's entertaining. I didn't pick it as my. I did not pick it as my most skippable. I'm entertained by it. There are worse. Yeah. There are worse off that album. Yes. That album's you know? kind of skippable together, really. It, it, is, it is a rough album. Josh did skip it. He skipped it, dude, inherently. Yeah. So and that Metal might Machine be... Music, I was rocking. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll get to cover to get cover, an old dude. classic, like, Metal Machine Music. Right. Oh, dude. Was well, that on the hi-fi? Was that, then, your top bop? Because we are doing top bop next. Uh, that is our whoa. next award. Uh, wasn't my top bop. Uh, Metal Machine Music didn't make it onto the list because I figured... Yeah, we, we none of us listened to it. And that's as much as we got to talk about it. Honestly, I'm gonna bring it up for one of my rewards. No, you won't. Yeah. Yes, I will. <laughs> I will. It is. Dude. Yes, I will. But um, my top bob, I was kind of torn. Um, I have New York Stars. Let's go with New York Stars. New York Stars as Josh's top bob. And I've got 15 seconds in on this one. The stars is empty. Our iPhone store. All we got left. Few cataracts and sores. The faggot mimic machines. Never have ideas. Leon, 
you were talking about the just sheer like image of Lou Reed's coolness. Yeah, man. Dude, it's like a uh, a shot of something. Let's say tequila. <laughs> uh, um, it it just sounds super freaking cool. Like someone is strutting to this. It. I love the like funky keys in the background, and he just that is the kind of song where I'm like, oh fuck, like Lou Reed's vocal style and everything just fucking hits. Yeah, dude. Kind of reminds me of that movie, The Warriors, for some reason. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. Can you like imagine him without uh, sunglasses on? No. I can't I, I'm not on that. Not yes, on that exactly. Album. Exactly. Just Can you little, imagine him without sunglasses? Little black pen pricks. That's all his eyes. Yeah. It's like when yeah, Milhouse dude. takes his eyes. That's a good one. That That's a good one. And it's like super New York. That, I mean, he yeah. like is, is just like a street dude, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. He's New York he City for it. all these albums. I, also f- I find that song kind of funny, though, because I feel like that's his song where he's like putting down the next wave of hipsters. Like there were like the '60s hipsters with like the Velvet Underground and the Factory and all those people that he was a part of, and then like in the early '70s, like the New York Dolls and stuff come in, and like Patti Smith and whoever, and he's like, he's like, ah, oh, you're all a bunch of posers. <laughs> we were the real thing. Yeah, that dude. only makes him cooler. You know, Patti Smith heard that and was like, dang, do you think Lou liked my new album? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Nobody liked her album. Got oh, it. Oh, oh man, man. Oh, that's save it for the Patti Smith yeah. episode, <laughs> which I will not be doing. Yeah, <laughs> we get please, somebody, dude. Nobody, please do that. Turtle. We get somebody. Oh, yeah, she. Patty's good. Uh, she has a. She has some jams. She has good songs. A couple bangers. <laughs> wow, all of a sudden, horses is good. Yeah, yeah that's it. What's What's yeah. your top bop then? Of not of Patty, but of Lou. My top bop Leon. is off his first solo album, going, and it's gonna be going down. <sighs> it's going down. Yeah, like ten seconds in. And you think you got your problems all nailed down Pieces of the scheme Seem to rattle up and to rattle down And when you start to such a good song oh yeah, yeah. Mm. i got into that song in a very like probably like bummer part of shit going on in my life so i was like damn is lou lou you get it lou you get me you, you found me, you lou. found me in my darkest place lou. Probably, like that guy out? like that guy who ended up shooting john lennon you know yeah when you read the, when you read like catching the right you know yes. like, he got oh, it God. yeah <laughs> I was I gonna. Guess. I'm gonna melt away into the last chapter after I do it. Dude. Yeah, yeah dude. I guess with Lou, it'd probably be like last exit to Brooklyn, and then yeah, would, you'd go. You'd be like, all right, I got. I go wouldn't kill Lou, Lou dude. <laughs> you'd never, dude. He no. just wants to be him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I. Uh, I've always wanted to meet him, but he has passed. But he I has. did have a yeah. a friend. I don't want to name him because I wasn't sure, too not too sure of the story. <laughs> it's like the whole thing. I'm getting it correct. Secondary source, just like Lou would have. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, but met Lou, says. met Lou, and Lou was a complete asshole. <laughs> and I can completely understand it. That's and that's why legend. I don't meet your heroes. But uh, I want to keep it like that. You know. Yeah, I mean, dude. I would be more disappointed if I met Lou Reed and he wasn't an asshole. Yeah, right? to be honest. Yeah. If he was like, "Hey, you want an autograph? Hey. Come here." Oh God! Oh my God! Yeah. Is that great? 
Yeah, you want <laughs> what? You want to hear some stories? Yeah, sit, yeah, sit yeah, over dude. here. Let me buy yeah. you a scotch. Yeah. Oh my god, Uncle Lou says. Cool, though, yeah. Well, yeah, I know. But that's not his vibe. <laughs> I even that know that a, a big, not the only reason he did Metal Machine music, but he wanted to prove to himself and to the audience that was always coming to his shows and like yelling at him to like play songs and stuff who were kind of there with the hits in mind and not in his mind true fans mm. posers pretty much yeah so he released metal machine music as part or in part as a reaction to that like fuck you i'm an artist his anti-bowie he's yeah his anti-bowie right there's also a story where he went off on bowie uh, in a restaurant um that i could find conflicting sources as what bowie said but he screamed at bowie during dinner don't ever say that don't ever fucking say that to me is what he, he yelled he probably at said David some like bowie. hella anti-semitic shit yeah. to him dude he, he probably said like you know lou I, vocal lessons oh man <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah hey man lou my guy He's like hey lou strike one man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lou was like that's fighting words bowie <laughs> What's your what's your top op then? Oh Matt? shit, man! I am gonna go for a, a deep cut, one mm. that only the true Lou heads know about. Yes, it's called "Walk on the Wild Side." Whoa, <laughs> dude! I mean, honestly, sometimes I feel sometimes the most popular song is the best song. You know that fucking bass line, that f- the lyrics are just the the whole spooky atmosphere and vibe of it. Like you're talking like the New York City like at night vibe with like the steam coming off the manholes like i feel like that song just captures it absolutely matt lou would have hated you i know right yeah dude i like the he would have been an asshole to me yeah dude (laughs) (laughs) all right let's take over to walk on the wild side holly came from miami fla hitchhiked away across usa Plucked her eyebrows on the way, shaved her legs, and then he was a she. She says, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Said, hey, honey, take a walk on the wild side. I mean, come on, the vibe of that song alone. I mean, yeah, like all of the hip-hop sampled from that, yeah, and yeah. like just everything that came from it is like... You know, Tripod Quest has yeah. to play, has yeah. to pay them still for that song. Yeah, they exactly. Pay the atmosphere. I mean, yeah, yeah, that bass line and the, the drums, just like the groove is great. The lyrics are great. It's it's definitely some of, I think, Lou Reed's best lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just, yeah, it just like paints that whole scene. He paints the scene. I mean, that's, I then I think that's what he did for a lot of people. He painted that. I mean, for people who hadn't experienced it firsthand, maybe like as me as a small town kid in Vermont, like he paints that whole idea of like new york and the city and yeah. like just people totally. li- people living on the edge you know so uh and i mean that's really it, it's a testament to like it's time and you can go back and read all of his lyrics and you can kind of like mm-hmm. get a feel for like what was going on like through his lyrics like yeah. what it might have been like you know like they're obviously like there's like some of the things that he goes into is like some pretty like grim detail yeah. which which is like from a journalistic perspective like kind of interesting because like not many other artists are like documenting i mean yeah, things Lou, from his perspective Lou Reed definitely didn't pull away the camera when a lot of people would have cut to like something else yeah. sometimes to his discredit but you know sometimes he went too far maybe for modern audiences i would say i mean even walk on the wild side 
has you know lines that will probably make people uncomfortable you know the the colored girls line which yes yeah and then he has them singing yeah you know not not aged well obviously also wasn't very politically correct at the time from what i've read like radios it's ironic i read that radio stations wouldn't play the song because of the the colored girls line mm. which i'm not even sure if i'm allowed to say that it's it's a little iffy right it's a little iffy <laughs> yeah I, cancel him he's quoting he's yeah, he's putting his yeah, own quotes but, of course, um, <laughs> he has been air quoting this whole time yes <laughs> yeah even though uh, i used to play shows uh my early days of mycroft homes with this guy drew played as colored girls he was he was a he was black uh man <laughs> who played as colored girls but yeah um so but I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say it, <laughs> even though I've said it like seven <laughs> times, <laughs> seven like fucking one, times. One more time. But yeah, anyway, dude. radio stations wouldn't play the song because of that lyric, you know, and, but they let the like, even when she was going head, she never lost her headline get through. Right. Which I think is so funny. Like, yeah. like that line get through. Yeah. British, uh, British radio stations didn't have the same slang as us and didn't yeah. know what it meant. That's <laughs> yeah. sick, dude. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's his biggest hit, and it's about you know transsexuals like in New York City, yeah. and you know mm-hmm. it's super minimal too. He does yeah, a lot with so little. It's very minimal. He fades in and out just how you like, Leon. I know mm-hmm. you've mentioned that. Yeah. Before. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, great song. It's like a you know a more palatable kind of like street hassle or something. You know, like right. Well, shorter, shorter, exactly. <laughs> Um, really good though. I'm going to go with another just like obscure. You're going to have to go into the, like the haystack and look mm-hmm. for that needle. Ouch. It's the song that created punk rock. Vicious. Vicious. Oh, <laughs> yes. We could have had a guy named, you know, Sid D- Gumball. Oh my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> okay. Sid Gumball. That's Sid going to shock no one. Exactly. It actually sounds kind of worse. Yeah. <laughs> Sid, yeah. Sid Skidmark or something. Oh, jeez. You know? But instead, we got Vicious. Sid Vicious. Because he loved this song so much. This is a song that I think just historically needs to be put on the record as at least someone's top up. It's going to be mine. Okay? Because I feel vicious, dude, when I listen to this song. He's so fucking cool. He sounds so cool. Everything <laughs> yeah. he does, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that song has a really good groove. And, you know. Really good groove. Yeah. That, like, stabby guitar. Kind of, like, just Sloppy. riff. Like, kind of in the middle, you know. Like, and he, could so, st- he could still kind of sing at that point, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, he's so cool that he's, like, barely showing up to his own shit. Like, you know. Like, yeah, I'm here, whatever. Let's get this. Record it. Cool. Out. And, you know, I, I was doing a little bit of internet research and I saw that um, the You Hit Me With a Flower line was Andy Warhol. Mm. He's, he suggested that line. Mm. So, like, this is like an old Devil Underground, like, demo. Really? I've never heard of a demo version of that one. But, yeah, so um, Andy Warhol wrote You Hit Me With a Flower. Ah, wow. That's his one Profound, contribution bro. to the Velvet but, Underground. I mean, not a bad opening line, Vicious Hit Me With a Flower. Shout out Vicious. Shout out Sid Vicious. Um, <laughs> not really. 
damn. Yeah, no. But uh, good just... bass player, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. Legend. Uh, yeah, oh, dude. God. He beat Flea on the Rolling Stones. Hundred <laughs> best bases. Hundred <laughs> best places. He never played a lick on record. Dude, oh. Yeah. He beat Thundercat. What? Ah, <laughs> jeez. Oh, oh my god. Okay, so that's all of our top bops. Yeah. We're going next into a, l- a little bit more of uh the gray the gray area where he liked to kind of hang out most of the time this mm. is the morrissey award yeah, sure. yeah, i'm gonna look. i'm gonna go before we go into the morrissey award i'm gonna go use your bathroom. quick bath quick break yeah, yeah quick break yeah. all right back from the break morrissey award serious business what the <laughs> what the fuck was lou reed up to okay I'm... his worst political or social take he ever made and uh th- I, I guess this is in his career or i guess in his first eight albums or ten albums however you want to play it i was going based off of just the songs and there's plenty of morrissey you, you awards could, to get plenty. you could change it to the lou reed award okay <laughs> it's almost hey, morrissey's morrissey's a little bad no <laughs> i mean i don't know what lou reed's politics were I yeah was he alive in uh, 2016 no he well, was where was we'll, he on we'll january never, where was he on january 6 <laughs> i don't know that's we'll a good question good question in the ground dude <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so let's see. Who wants to go first with the Morrissey Award? I mean, I think we all have I think we all have different ones. I, I have a different one, for sure. Maybe. I don't know what you're saying. I'll right go off. first. I'm right going to go yeah. first. I take information as a scientist myself, okay, geosciences. I take this very seriously. The dissemination of fake news <laughs> um, is a threat against humanity, against our democracy. Preach. Um, and it's going to lead it to an idiocracy. Okay. Oh. Hello. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Kinda yes. Shit, exactly. And so um, I'm going to have to ding him for his participation with um, an entry in his song, Average Guy. <laughs> okay. This is, um, he says, I'm, you know, literally the entire song. I'm just an average guy. Um, I do average things. You you couldn't you know catch me in a room like you wouldn't recognize me. That kind of stuff, right? And then he throws in this fucking whopper of a lie. My degrees, my internal temperature is ninety eight point two. The average is ninety eight point six. Oh shit! He is not normal. He runs that's, cold. That's really he weird. runs cold. Back then they couldn't. Surprise! No they had to round it like up. <laughs> they told him round it down so, back yeah. then. Yeah, <laughs> now, do blame Dewey Decimal. Yeah, Surprising nobody. Lou Reed runs cold. Let, let, yeah. Letting that slide is is an affront to truth. It's an affront to reality. Okay. <laughs> Mon- Doesn't he live kind of outside of reality and outside <laughs> of society, right? A little bit. Hope there goes gravity. I mean, <laughs> un- unless we're in a mandala effect scenario where maybe there there, there was a world where 98.2 is the average and that's mm-hmm. where he's from, he's fucking lied. Because he's that, fucking cold, dude. He delivers those lines cold as ice, dude. That, that world is the East Village, Gio. <laughs> that's true. Well, uh, I, I just want to show you for proof. N- I'm not lying. He- here is him saying it himself. Here we go. Average looks, average taste, average height, an average waist, average in everything I do. My temperature is 98.2. I'm just your average guy. Oh, shit. 
said it. Yeah, he said it. It was right there. It was just it. for the rhyme. One day. Yeah, dude. I know. Come on, dude. <laughs> she could have been Is like, it worth it average. Is it a lie for the rhyme? No. no. <laughs> like no. I pick up sticks or something and my uh, He could have been like average and all this shit. My temperature it's is 98.6. 98.6. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but no. He had to lie. He had to lie. And he had to put it on record. And he had to convince all the young men and women and all the young boys and girls of the world that. um, And now they think the world is flat. The world is flat. And there's reptilians living at the core, and it's all loose fault. Luri didn't think that Google would ever exist, and we would get (laughs) on him. We would get him. He's like, only the med students will get this. Yeah. (laughs) Why does he have an English accent? I I was Uh, trying to uh, to do a Bob Dylan. Sorry, I'm not good. (laughs) <laughs> I, my name's Lou Reed. Come on, I Lou Reed from Brooklyn. <laughs> from Brooklyn, right? Lou Reed, Lou Reed yeah, from Queens. Shit, Take a yeah. walk. Take a jog on the wild side. This is just like how Morrissey sounds, guys. Wow. Right? right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it is Morrissey. Whoa. Yeah. He's in studio. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah what, what about you then, Josh? What's your Morrissey award, guys? Maybe I'm cutting in a little early. I know that there's some Morrisseys waited to be had, but I had to come in and give him. When I heard this song, I was like, he needs to get this award. So I'm breaking the rules again with the Outcast Animorph song or uh, award <laughs> right. for the song animal language and of course that award is for when a singer makes a, a an animal sound and i heard this and it was so egregious i had to give it to him the yes. time 139 wow i had this as well you yeah. had this exact the exact animorph yes oh my god geo so cool i knew that there was going to be a, you're probably going to give it to another award Ooh, wow 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 i mean yeah, this, this is a special song yeah don't worry I, it's I, a special I, episode I, I could bring in some, some <laughs> very some special ones. episode of the skippables <laughs> today here we go He said it. It was right there. It's so blatant. Meow. I knew he wasn't going to sing it, Bow, but wow. he said it. Meow. He did, dude. Oh, my God. That's uh, so funny, dude. Lou. Yeah. Lou. Lou. <laughs> I mean, He's going to fucking Lou, dude. Leave him alone. He's Lou. I mean, he, We're he, not leaving Lou alone. This is the skippables. That's He's right, run out dude. of words, There's and some he things that are trying to reach out to cats. <laughs> it's time to atone. It's time to atone for what he did. Some songs are underwritten. Some songs are well written for sure. Some songs have bow wow meow as the chorus. Yeah, some song is just a song about a, a you know, Mary had a dog. The dog was sick, got shot in the dick. Bow wow wow. <laughs> you know, like that's that's fucking it. That, that's yeah, really it. It's yeah. art, dude. Yeah. I, I wonder if uh, Lou Reed and uh, Andrew Dice Clay ever collabed. Dude, yes. Uh, <laughs> I got some poems for you. Ah, uh, jeez. He's an artist. <laughs> He's a fucking artist. <laughs> Who was that? Yeah. I, <laughs> was that Andrew Dice Clay? That was Morrissey. Right <laughs> yeah. That was your Morrissey. <laughs> All right, so what, what's your Morrissey word, Matt? Uh, you know, I am. Uh, I appreciate the humor here, but I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, fucking elephant, Lou Reed elephant in the room, and I'm going to go with his fucking, uh, his misogyny and abuse of women. Yes. Which is something that shows up in... Uh, a lot of his songs shows up in Charlie's Girl. Uh, you know, she may have been a snitch, but like the whole thing where he's like, if I see Susan again, I'm going to punch her right in her face or whatever it is, right? Or that, That's your that's your, your Bob Jr., right? Yeah. yeah. Right. What's the song on... Uh, is it Bob? 
What's the song? Does on, it bop? Uh, tra- it does bop on Transformer, where it's like kick her in the head and rearrange it. Mm. But really, my Morrissey Award is kind of the whole second side of Berlin, mm. which is, to be fair, a concept album about an abusive relationship, but it doesn't make it any more comfortable. We came across this sort of thing when we did our Nirvana episode where it's like, the matter of fact is the listener isn't always going to take your perspective and it's going to be received by much more people than yeah. it's written by. And to be fair, you know? Lou Reed is on the historical record as being abusive to women. There are accounts oh. out there of his behavior that he, he would hit his, 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 his girlfriends and well, wives. Fucking guys. Yeah. So no. it's not the, even like fanciful. It's wow. not f- it's not like a fun, like, ooh, I'm doing drugs in New York. It's, it's just kind of like the dark side of humanity that, again, Lou, to his credit or whatever you want to call it, never flinched away from any of that stuff. He would he would just lay it all out there. But I guess if I'm going to pick one, you can just do like the opening lines of Caroline Says 2 mm-hmm. off of Berlin. Caroline says As she gets up off the floor Why is it that you beat me? It isn't any fun Caroline says I mean, yeah, that's, that's heavy shit. It's ugly. And, you know, I think... F- for modern audiences you you can't even if you're celebrating the man's work you you can't look away from that stuff it's an aspect of who he was and you know you can't sugarcoat it so yeah that's true absolutely i mean but when it comes to the music wise like stuff like this all that caroline says they're all like stories Mm -hmm. so it's like do you also hold writers to the same i i mean scrutiny like would you hold like like somebody who wrote something crazy like a stephen king I think yeah, it's different that, just because like, there's accounts of it's like okay yeah there's a lot of good faith in you writing what a perspective of someone's writing or going through but when there's actual accounts coming oh, against no, you yeah, it's like of course yeah, the accounts I mean, matter, yeah. but you know as far, as far as it comes to the music wise like Caroline says I don't I doubt it's really biographical I don't I mean it's such a heavy theme in his work though from the very first Velvet well, Underground album thing, of There She Goes You Better Hit Her. You yeah. know, this it's like all the, it's like it's like the last exit of Brooklyn style. Kind right. Of yeah, just he's like definitely influenced by Burroughs and Hubert Selby and yeah. whoever. But like, I mean, those weren't good men either. Well, I don't know oh. that much about <laughs> Hubert Selby, but Burroughs killed his fucking wife. So, you know, you can't use oh. that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, I guess what I'm saying, like when I was talking about earlier, like how growing up, like reading Lester Banks and learning about Lou Reed and these people becoming like icons to me, like now that I'm older, it's just like there's a lot of bad shit that comes with it and not i'm not canceling lou i'm not here to cancel lou right Reed. i'm yeah. not throwing the baby out with the bath water but like it's dark it and is, you, it you is know, what it is it's just yeah. really dark and he did do it like he did, he did beat it. women yeah, like that's it, true. The, the beating women isn't there's no yeah. there's no there's no defending that yeah so it's like you know and and it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable yeah. to listen you shouldn't feel comfortable listening to berlin well, i'm just gonna be honest i enjoy it i mean i'm not saying it's not a good album i think it's one of his two best along but with thematically but like yeah. really heavy, yeah really you shouldn't be like you know chilling out listening to like sad song or the kids where they're like taking their kids away that you know and yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, say, the, although the kids does sound like a Pink Floyd song. Yeah, yeah kind of. De- well, Bob Ezrin produced well, the wall. It, it always sounded like what's it called to me? Um, Who like also a, produced Berlin? Big Star. Yeah. yeah. Sounded like Holocaust with Big Star. Didn't right. It? Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah, but um, probably big uh big Lou fans. Yeah. Yeah. No, and the wall definitely because of the Bob Ezrin connection. Yeah produce both albums there's definitely some similarities there some hangover yeah Yeah. in terms of the theatricality and just the sound of them but anyway i'm getting off topic my morsey word is lou reed's abuse of women and you know it's not fun it's not funny it's not cool yeah we can't gloss over but you gotta call him out for it yeah Yeah. i I, I do remiss to not call him out for it yeah it's not good it's not good it's it's sad it's sad totally i'm gonna go with uh i'm surprised nobody said this i'm kind of feeling different about this room (laughs) i want to be black at 24 seconds guys i knew someone would take that so i didn't sure someone's gonna get it yeah sure everybody (laughs) sure does science not matter to anybody here in this room i mean (laughs) literally said he uh, said meow guys (laughs) i had to say it i want to be black at that river shoot 20 feet of juice and two and fuck up with you I wanna be black I wanna be a panther Have a girlfriend named Samantha And have a stable of proxy whores Oh, oh, I wanna be black Oh, I don't wanna be a fucked up middle class college student anymore I just wanna yeah. Yeah, no, that's it's that's pretty not good. freaking cringe. <laughs> it's not good. I, I think just... cringe is, is is the like the main thing that I feel yeah. for yeah. sure. It just feels like I'm reading some like some beat, po- like beat writer right now. It's I mean, like, all I... it is, it's like really like, yeah, he's like really artsy fartsy kind of beat kind of the dark side of humanity kind of shit like he does i mean yeah but... yeah, it's kind of a joke song, but yeah. I think it also does tie into that like classic hipster thing of wanting to be black yeah yeah i like, mean he was calling you know he was it, it's i think he's definitely lambasting a type of dude yeah. that exists yeah. and especially existed at the time and like still exists today oh um, yeah definitely still exists you know and like I, I don't know if that's him saying it i think because like there's there's that line where he's like i i don't want to be a, a fucked up middle class middle class college student college anymore student something? anymore yeah. yeah which he was at one point but exactly he wasn't anymore right but yeah no it's it's definitely a satirical song. It doesn't make it a You uh, still write it. Good you know, song. we're it doesn't all, make it we're a all musical song. people in this room. You could fucking miss me writing a dumbass song. Yeah, like exactly. This, well, like, it has you a have lot. to put pen to paper. It yeah. has a lot of like racial cliches to like stereotypes yes. where it's like he wants to be a pimp he wants to have a big dick yeah. like big you prick. know yes. yeah yeah like he's like prick. come on yeah dude. these like really like the, basic racist kind of stereotypes that's where i think what that's blackness where is me. yeah josh to, not to get far from what you said you know like how many times i've seen you wearing sunglasses, Lou wearing sunglasses. <sighs> yeah, <true. laughs> they don't give them to me yet they said i'm not ready yeah, just dude. like the where the Lou views at I was like, can I get some glasses? Like, uh, wait, turn around. Let me see the fit. No. Yeah. I was get, like, Fuck. get out. All right. Oh man. Look on the wild side. <laughs> it's like lose views, please. <laughs> but, um, yeah, again, he's like writing from a perspective and it kind of, it's really schleppy and cringe nowadays. Plus, did any of you listen to take no prisoners? What's what's that off? It's of? a live album that came out around oh, the time no. of uh, Street Hassle. Uh-uh. There's like a all the songs are like 15 minutes long, and they're just oh. him talking. It's basically like him off being like, 
him being like Lenny Bruce, basically. Like he's just like, <laughs> doing straight up like stand up comedy. But That's yeah, cool. Well, is that? Yeah, you should check that out. But he does, he does in that case, he does use the N word on "I Want to Be Black" um, and the live album. Yeah, uh, what the hell? So yeah, even like, though he's he somehow had the good sense not to on Street Hassle, it still good. comes. It That's, still came out live. Yeah. So. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah. I guess okay, maybe he does maybe he, you know. Yeah, I'm going to Maybe give he's telling him, the truth. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming back and giving him a Morrissey award. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the one thing I really took like offense to is that like he has these like background singers and like all they're saying is like foxy whores. Right? They're like just yelling yeah. foxy whores and in the background. Probably possibly black women same thing yeah. with walk on the wild side yes. which just adds this whole level of weirdness to it right but, yeah. but i mean and you know i don't know other than the unlike the abuse of women which is like historically documented i don't know that lou was racist i haven't read like that he was particularly racist for a white jewish man of the era and time and place like you know right he was probably more racist than we are now <laughs> i'm gonna say by default, probably, you yeah were, yeah what, you were, you were born? okay yeah yeah i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. say but like not like no he wasn't like anti-black as far as i know so right but you know he was he was comfortable with the crossing lines transgressive lines yeah i get that so i mean morsi move over <laughs> yeah the lou reed slash momo yeah dude wow leon's not gonna live with that he, wow leon is so fuck upset. morse you guys <laughs> <laughs> okay take so that's morse yeah take me out replace me with lou take me to olive garden <laughs> <laughs> tonight we're family oh man steam's coming out of leon's yeah. ears guys we, should, we gotta move on here we all go right, all, right, all right this is hard next I on the I, we are gonna have a knife fight me yeah now. The Are We Human or Are We Dancer Award is next. Yeah. Okay. This is the unintelligible lyrics that Lou wrote down pen to paper. Mm. Uh, of course, he's a rambler, right? He's a rambling man. He's a rambling man. Mm-hmm. And so what he says sometimes off the dome. Yeah. Often I wonder, was it written down? I don't know. <laughs> prior, it's hard. It's really hard to tell. Prior to going into the studio. Super hard to tell. But, yeah. I mean, sometimes it shines. We're going to try to kind of like show you guys the times where it doesn't shine some some kind of goofy takes that he he made who wants to go first matt sure do you, do you have a are we human are we dancer word? yeah it was uh, animal language <laughs> yes okay <laughs> it was the meow right no yes. it's the last well pretty much the whole song if we're being 100 mm-hmm. percent honest but especially the last verse i mean lou reed is normally a very kind of almost literal lyricist where like he just kind of writes it as it is. Like he writes it as he sees it. If he's like, uh, you know, today was you know a good day. day. I didn't have to use my AK. You know, stuff like that. He's like, he's like ice cube. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's very straightforward. He's very a straightforward lyricist. But like, there's a few songs. My other like, sorry, choice was Andy's. Well, I don't want to say it. Someone else might say it, but I already said Andy's chest. But anyway, but Animal Languages, I went into the whole like last verse, which is kind of after the part that uh, Josh picked. So like maybe like two minute part. part. Right. And the dog met the cat. The dog was hot and the cat was wet. Then in came some sweaty
it's just weird uh, right they they took the dude's sweat and shot it up yeah yeah that's fucking weird it's just weird (laughs) (laughs) and he doesn't really have other songs like that in his catalog where you're just like what the hell's going on this is like doc the x-rated dr seuss man shooting up a dude's sweat yeah I, and Sounds also, intense. I think both the animals are dead, right? Because they both get killed in their earlier verses. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So they're like undead pets shooting up sweat and having <laughs> sex. Oh, my God. Uh, this should have been a single. Pet That's all yeah, you guys haven't done Selvia, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was writing it as he sees it in the middle of his fifth trip. dimension, bro. Yeah. So Damn. maybe an obvious choice, but my choice. No, that was really good. Yeah, that was really good. I did not catch that. And Matt, you know, you were saying uh, you thought it was an obvious choice. I'm gonna take your other obvious choice, right. Andy's chest for the verse. Uh, yes. Well, honestly, let's do it. 55 seconds. You can understand everything that so he says. Bangs, it, I'm not talking crap about the the song. I like the song, but these lyrics, I'm just like, okay, all right, Lou, I'll come along for this ride. All right, about the ticket. If I could be any one of the things in this world that bite Instead of a tangent ocelot on a leash I'd rather be a kite And be tied to the end of your string And flying in the air, babe, at night Cause you know what they say about honey bears When you shave off all their baby So it's so goofy. I love him, dude. I know it's super goofy. The first time I heard that song, I had to go back. I was like, he did say honey bears, right? Yeah, when they shave like, off all of their hair. They're hairy minded, hairy minded pink, pink, pink bear, bear bears. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So good. That song's so good. Also, <laughs> uh, done by the Velvet Underground first, and then redone. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, so I listen to the like, listen to the Velvet version of that. It's okay. way less like groovy. Yeah. You know, it's a little more like it's a little faster. Faster. Yeah. Artsier kind of deal. Fun. A little more fun. Yeah. That's a good one, though. Yeah. Thanks, I like guys. that song a lot. Yeah, Leon, cool. you, you want to go next? Yeah, I'm going to go with the blue mask at mm-hmm. 226. And he goes, he put a pin through the nipples on his chest. He thought he was a saint. I've made love to my mother, killed my father and brother. What I am to do when a sinner goes too far. It's like a runaway car. Dude, Lou, you wild boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rambling man. Mm-hmm. He's got stuff to say, but he just doesn't know what it is. Yeah, yet. it's like the Allman Brothers, right? He put a pin through the nipples on his chest. He thought he was a saint. I made love to my mother, give my father and my brother. What am I to do? When the sin goes to far, it's like a runaway car. It cannot be controlled. Spit upon his face as sweet as no way Yeah, dude. This is also probably the, the precursor to Lulu. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, the end of that song's wild too, right? Because don't they they castrate him and put it down his throat? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> no, that's normal. Yeah, that's that, normal. that wasn't so that's weird. Normal. That, did, that didn't stop us. So, yeah, yeah. The, the piercing of the nipple. That was, that was that's a little that's, weird. That's a little. What are you, Alterna? I got scared there. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um. So I was. Um, I'm. I'm going last. I had, of course, animal language yeah, as my you. animorph. But of course, I'm not doing that. So alternative. Got. Got. Got to go to my quick alt. I want. I want to shout out Street Hassle. Right. 
banger um i i just like that he he was able to just fucking throw in creamed in her jeans i think that's <laughs> yeah. so funny it's such a funny lyric to With throw the in cello in the back yeah it's one of your favorite <laughs> lyrics <laughs> so yeah so uh luscious and gorgeous oh what a hunk of muscle call out the national guard she creamed in her jeans as he picked her up as he picked up her knees from off the formica formica topped bar that's hot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's very specific. Yes. Hey, baby. Come on, let's slip away. Luscious and gorgeous. Oh, one humping muscle. Call out the National Guard. She creamed in the jeans as he picked up her knees from off of the floor, my the top bar. Cascading slowly, he lifted her wholly and boldly out of this world. That's so fucking funny. Screamed in her jeans. <laughs> and it's like dude. such a mellowy, like vibey song. Screamed in her jeans. <laughs> His yeah. vocals on that are weird. They're like it's like the Grandpa Simpson set. I think. <laughs> yeah. He's yes, doing dude. like that vibrato. He sounds so old. He was only like what, like maybe thirty when that was done. Oh, yeah. Yes. He sounds like ancient. He sounds like from beyond <laughs> it, time. It is a ten-minute song, everybody. Yes. Yes. He's just really tired by the end. He it's needs, a long song. He it's needs like, Springsteen to come in and do a verse because he's yeah. too tired <laughs> it stops and it comes back i like it a lot it also you can deny the coolest lou reed album cover yeah it's, it's pretty cool yeah his face with like the glasses oh. very cool hey leon uh i don't think we asked you yet but did you hear all of these albums beforehand are you familiar with this whole discography no so all of them a lot of the older ones like i've the blue mask yeah uh okay. coney island baby yeah yeah coney island baby that nothing's on my list from coney island baby but, oh uh, that's a good one yeah dude. shout out that's yeah. a good one want to yeah. play football for the coach dude yeah. well let's see it's now time for the hidden gems award oh yeah this is a song that you discovered or rediscovered during your time of listening through this discography yeah you want to go first Leon? Yeah, yeah dude speaking of coney island baby uh crazy feeling at 40 seconds forever you had heard this song before i i mean coney island baby i mean yeah this is the latest one i got really into the last like Lou album i've gotten really into was this one three bobs dude and when i first seen you walk right through that bar door and i seen those suit and tie johns buy you one drink and buy you some more i had a i knew you had that crazy Can someone tell Lou someone's at the door for him, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to sign for this? <laughs> <laughs> we got a hot pie out here, Lou. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a cute song, too. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a good, good one. one. I love lot. that album cover, too. Such a queen. Such a queen. Yeah, There's dude. a lot of Lou Reed. Like, I know his whole rep is being, like, super, like, detached and emotionless asshole and cool, but there's a lot of, like stuff that's kind of sweet and sentimental too yeah i mean that he, had he like he kind of goes back and forth between those poles you hear like every day by like buddy holly and the crickets in that leon yeah right yeah 
Like, it's just, like, there's something about it that is just, like... Because, I mean, I mean, Lou Reed did write in that kind of era, too. Like, he was, like, a songwriter during, like, the 50s and stuff. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it was or the 60s? Young. 60s, yeah. In the okay. 60s, yeah. But either way, so, like, he... I mean, he... But my, my point is that he wrote in different voices. Like, he mm-hmm. was able to write, like, old pop songs, like, yeah. new rock and roll songs. Like, he had the ability to, like, take off hats, put on new hats, yeah. and, like, do a cute song every now and then, you know? Yeah, but Coney Island as an album is just such a really... Uh, it has a lot of good hits. It has some great hits, for sure. That's a great hit in jam. I think that's his last, like, good album. I would actually agree with that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely like we met you, we got some common ground. You wow. know when you're like uh, at the ocean and the people are like there's a drop off and you're like whatever and you it's going to be mellow and you're like walking walking and then you're like oh shit and all of a sudden it's over your head. That's how I felt with Lou Reed albums. You're like, yeah, you're walking down Coney Island, you're like I'm good. I'm still got my head yeah. above water and then like What's next, like rock and roll heart? And then you're like, oh shit, I'm yeah. drowning. I'm drowning. I don't really hate those albums. <laughs> rock and roll heart is so corny. I don't I know. I didn't fuck with that whole album. I don't know. I I think it may be controversial, but I disliked his first record mm. more than mm. the rest of them because it had so much of the Velvet Underground mm. hangover mm. that like all of the songs that were, were like on the other like VU and stuff I just loved and had heard so many times I mean times no before. that's a fair point the originals are better there are some good songs like uh like going down's a great going song Going down that's not for a sure. VU and love makes you feel 10 feet tall and yeah. like wild child there's there's some good songs that weren't on VU but yeah it's... Yeah wild child I totally forgot about that Yeah well, what's what's your um, what are we on hidden gem? Hidden gem. All right, man. We mentioned it earlier, and I'm just gonna go for it. It's fucking metal machine music. Nice. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not one of the albums we listened to, but I we were supposed to listen to, but I have it on vinyl, so I put it on and like flex, flex. Yeah, it's a flex. But like you know, I <laughs> think I flex it. I flex it. I got a sick record collection. <laughs> um, he really does. I've seen it. <laughs> but like. I think Metal Machine music is fucking cool, man. Yeah, it's, it's like really it's cool. really ahead of its time. I mean, we're talking this is before Mersbo, this mm-hmm. is before like Harsh Noise Wall. This is like and the thing is like before it works shoegaze. It's before shoegaze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically just feedback, but like for like an hour, but like it changes but doesn't change. It's like having tinnitus kind of, but like it's <laughs> you know, but like if you play tinnitus it quiet, it's kinda of pretty. If you play it loud, you can get evicted. Like it's <laughs> I think it's his most I think musically it's the most progressive thing Lou Reed ever did. Interesting. I'm gonna just go out there. Alright, let's let's hear a little bit of Needle drop music. anywhere. Okay. <laughs> Literally anywhere. Let's let's do it at four twenty. Well guys. volume warning so, maybe to people at home. Alright guys. Uh, I'll I'll start low and then I'll I'll get a little higher. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're not into like noise, if you're not into experimental fucked up shit, yeah, don't. I don't recommend it to you. But if you are, and I don't think Lou was fucking around. I don't think it was like a joke. I think like he liked it, and then like he had those influences from like Terry Riley and Lamonte Young and stuff like that. Like more like you know uh, John Cage or uh, Steve Reich or whatever the influences. 
that you can hear in metal machine music. Like, so I don't think he was joking. I don't think he was like trying to piss people off. I think he was like vibing on it. And I think it holds up. Like he, he really, he put out, I forgot what interview, but he did say that he loved it. And it was one of his favorite things that yeah. he ever recorded. Like as far as like noisy feedbacky ambient goes, which is a very small niche, niche yeah. granted. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's cool. And it was a noise album on a major label in like 1975 or something like that is pretty wild. Yeah. yeah like That's yeah, pretty like, fucking wild. Yeah. Before all this, before like, you know. Mersbo or Boyd Rice or Throbbing Gristle or any of this stuff. White yeah. House. Like he you know, you had Fucking Metal Machine House, music. Yeah. So second coolest Lou Reed album cover. Yeah, it's very I cool. It's very yeah. cool. So bad. He looks like Duke Nukem. Yeah. <laughs> Duke Nukem just like slimmed yeah. down. Yeah. So it's not a song and it's an hour long, but I'm I'm picking, you know, uh Metal Machine music. Metal, metal machine music. Check it out for all the noise heads out there. Yeah, not if you like music, don't go to that one. If you like songs, avoid that one. But if you like just like listening to like trippy kind of like layered feedback and like kind of zoning out. And yeah. if you're like a, a deep blue head, like check yeah. it out. Yeah. You know, it's a different side of the man. Nice. All right. Well, what is your hidden gem then, Josh? My hidden gem? Uh, y'all skipped Metal Machine music. I listen to all of Metal Machine music. And even though I am a noise ambient uh, freak, freak, I was like, oh, fuck, man. Like, I need a palate cleanser. <laughs> and I don't listen to stuff in order, but I threw on uh, the song Wait. Mm. And I was like, oh, snap. Now this is great. Wait. wait. I, dude, honestly, maybe just from the beginning. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. That's my hidden gem. What is oh, happening? Wait. Uh, what is happening? You have to sit through I all the street hassle, hassle too. Dude, this is crazy. And it's not a waste. No. Paper. Wow. Here we go. Wait. His voice sounds like old and crunchy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It sounds fucked up. And like, I feel like a lot of his charm, even with other songs that sound more traditionally Lou Reed, is that like, it's not pieced together perfectly, you mm. know, always. And it sounds sloppy, but like doo-woppy. Like, yeah. it's, it's fucking sick. I yeah, love that song. The, this song has a crazy vibe, like like Muppets on like meth or something. Yes. yes. <laughs> meet the yes. Feebles. It definitely has like a Meet the Feebles, like partying vibe. But it's also kind of sweet. It's got that like sweetness that he has sometimes. I do, lo- is, I do yeah. love the, the background singers being like, disgrace. Yes. <laughs> Dude, yeah. What a waste. It's really good. It's, it's such a like a sweet, like I, he just... Like, there are some people, shout out, like, fucking, like, Bat Out of Hell, like, what the hell's his name? Meatloaf. Uh, wow. Meatloaf. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know his name. Uh, and, you know, like, they just have, like, oh, to be in high school, you know, like, there's just like, these, like, nostalgia, like, bombs. And Lou Reed is really good at that. 
you know, like, I mean, shout out, like, Coney Island Baby. They wanted like, to play football for the coach. Wants to play football for the coach, dude. Yeah. Like, who who hasn't had that <laughs> that emotion as a young as a yeah, young person, totally. dude? Wanted to play football for the coach, dude. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. So that's, I mean, uh, there's so many hidden gems, though. Yeah, there's a lot of good There's ones. a lot of really good songs that I wanted to call out that, like, were good, maybe not my favorite, but... Hey, we don't ask this enough on pod. What's everybody's favorite album? Mine mm. was Sally Can't Dance. Interesting. Oh, wow. Sally Can't Dance. Huh? Really? Yeah. Sally Can't Dance. Yeah. Yeah. I like Kill Dude, Your Sons. Off that. that was awesome. Kill Your Sons is awesome. Almost that's another my, really good yeah, that's Almost a good my one. hidden gem. That's, that's about, a good one, um, That's about him getting electroshock therapy yeah, because yeah, his parents thought a, he was gay. Yeah, that's a dark one. Yeah. It's a dark one. I'll probably say like Street Hassle. Street Hassle. I'm, I'm gonna say Street Hassle. Wow. I mean, I'm a, I'm just gonna go with the obvious one, Violator, mm. or Berlin. But Berlin's depressing. Berlin is really good. But we go th- first one, dude. Yeah. Okay, first one. I love yeah. the first one a lot. Yeah. First one is good. The the cover for that first one's really crazy. With the egg, so the fabric yeah. egg. That's yeah. wild. Oh. All right, so that's all of our hidden gems, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we are going next into the Kurt Cobain Repeat Offender oh, Award. Geez. Yeah, we're done praising them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, so these, these might be some good ones, actually. We'll see. But yeah, this is a song, that, uh, a part where it's either his vocals, a bass line, and anything just gets repeated ad nauseum so many times that it's either annoying or it passes that point where it is actually then interesting again, right? I mean, I don't know if we all have this one. Maybe we will. We'll, we'll see. Let's see. What is it? What, what is, is it? it? I mean, I don't you know. You go first. I mean, I, I know it's not going to be mine, cause that, but I was going to say Street Hassle okay. is the same cello riff the entire song. You know, I like, know, it is. But, but I, I kind of enjoyed it. It's a good riff. <laughs> yeah, it is. But uh, if, if it's going to go me, then I'm, I'm going for um, a gift. Oh, yeah. This is off Coney Island Baby. This is kind of where it, it leans into the, the like, so many times it's good. Dude is just saying the entire time that he's a gift to all the women in the world. Fucking ridiculous. So good. And that's the entire song. (laughs) And it's really funny. He's not above it, no. It's really, really funny. That's one where I'm like, is he joking? Is he serious? Mm -hmm. It could go very both ways. I don't know. I don't know. So let's see. Here we go. The gift. I'm just a gift to the women of this world. Just a gift to the women of this world Responsibility sits so hard on Hold on, so let me just go to the end real quick Okay That's the beginning, right? That's yeah. the very beginning What did mm-hmm. it say? I'm a gift to the end of the world, okay? So here's the ending goes on for another like 45 seconds okay. here, dude. it's good <laughs> it is good i'm not saying it's bad it's it's a it's a nice song i um 
I really, really associate a lot to this song. I really see myself a lot in this. <laughs> as, a, as a gift to the women of the world. I really do feel, I mean, I don't know something about this song. I'm yeah, like, speaks to He's a poet. He's, he's, he's a poet. <laughs> Lou, you get it. He just, you know, flies off the page when I'm reading that. It's like, wow, me too. Um, Hashtag. <laughs> no. <laughs> But uh, it, it's a good song, but for sure, like, do just, you know, put on the copy paste. I'm just a gift to yeah. the woman in this world and just like auto completed the entire song. Uh, he had to do it on a typewriter, though. It was weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Delmore. Lots do it for me. Delmore. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's my Kurt Cobain. Um, what about you, Leon? I'm going to go with Disco Mystic. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's yeah. so many, too. This is another one that he... Something was happening in the studio for Disco Mystic. There was something it's going anywhere on. Anywhere on that one. Yes, dude. It's the same shit over and over again. Oh, shit. All right, here we go. Disco... Mystic. 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 Disco Biscuit. Disco Mystic. Yeah, I could tell you what was going on. Cocaine was going Cocaine. on. <laughs> the weirdest thing about that song to me is like I was listening to it uh, and I was like, it's not really a disco song. That's no. not really. That's not a disco beat. Mm-hmm. No. So it's like, yeah, they're just, yeah. I don't know. Cocaine. Cocaine. Hell of a drug. Yeah. And that's yeah. plenty disco right there. Cocaine yeah, yeah, and yeah. disco go hand in hand. Yes. Oh, man. Instantly makes it disco if you had cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you do is a disco. <laughs> that's that, yeah, that's another good one. Shout out Disco Mystic. Jesus Christ. Disco. Uh, what about you, Josh? Uh, yeah, I actually had two. Um, maybe you guys can help me decide. Uh, Ooh. Hey, hey, come on. Hey. Which ones? I, Apple for teacher. <laughs> uh, real good time together and power of positive drinking. Yeah. Oh, let's do power. Power let's, of positive power drinking of positive for sure. Drinking. Yeah, I don't have the timestamp, but I'm sure it's damn near the whole song. The pow 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 power of positive drinking. The pow 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 power of positive. The pow 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 power of positive. The pow 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 power of positive. Pow 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 power of positive drinking. I just I like to imagine him doing a little pow pow pow, throwing a little fist to cuffs right there. It's all hips, dude. It's yeah. All there, <laughs> it's pow 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 pow. pow, pow, pow. <laughs> it, yeah. It's it's so wild to me that that was like growing up in public, and it's like that's the album between that and the Blue Mask, where he like got clean because like you have the power of positive drinking on uh growing up in public and then you have underneath the bottle on bloom yeah exactly it's like it's like yeah you remember that last album disregard it (laughs) yeah forget i wrote that song about the pow pow power of positive drinking Uh, whoops the album in general growing up in public i was not into and it's kind of a cool name so i was like seeing it on the list i was like oh okay cool but there's like one or two good songs on it for sure there's definitely yeah that album and like rock and roll heart it's just like he just seemed like well yeah, it, rock and roll heart. it seemed like it was like a con- contractual thing it's like i guess i gotta make an album right going into the studio today <laughs> Damn, dude. 
I'll just make it up as I go along. Yeah, but so okay, so that that's all of ours. What about you? You you are last on the Kurt Cobain repeat. Uh, yeah, Fender I was originally going to say like all of Rock and Roll Hard because like half the songs on that are like so just repeated. Yeah, yeah, like he was clearly out of ideas when when he got to that one. He was just like ah, the title twenty times, <laughs> 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 and it's kind of like half the song like half some follow the leader which was a velvet underground demo you wear it so well it's like yeah. the, there's all these songs that are just like the same thing repeated over and over again but i guess just to pick one i'll do banging on my drum okay it, which is really only the lyrics of the only lyrics of the whole song i'm banging on my There's no way that was written down before going into the studio. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I, I petitioned that to replace a little drummer boy. <laughs> right? I'd rather listen to it at Christmas, sure, when you're shopping at the mall. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the riff is so simple, too, that, like, yeah, yeah there is no way It's so funny because there's, there's also this big, like, thousand-pound copy book of his lyrics, like, words and music of Lee Reed. <laughs> and this is in it? own that. But, oh like, it's got God. all of his lyrics, so you've got, like... You're gonna have two pages, which are just like I'm banging on my <laughs> drum for like two solid I'm pages. I'm having lots of fun. Yeah, that's, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's lazy for sure. Yeah, he was definitely out of ideas when when he got to that album. He was just like, oh, hey, the man needs to eat. Man needs. To <laughs> <laughs> man needs to buy speed. Yeah. <laughs> eat so maybe speed. he doesn't need to eat. I don't know. So okay, I think is that's all of our Kurt Cobain repeat offender awards. Yeah, dude. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. We oh, have man. made it to the zenith. We're oh, here. Shit. The heights. Yeah. Scary from the top. Get People the rocket ready. Yes, get it ready. We we're, we're already have the launch command code sent over. Josh, go warm, go warm up the rocket, dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Go, <laughs> go warm, warm up the rocket. Oh, go, okay, yeah. I'll go go call it. Elon Musk. I'll, I'll give him a hug right now. Get this yeah. going. No, 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 turn it right. on. Turn it on, dude. Let the engine. Get on the line of space. Turn your key, sir. Turn your key. Do you need a jump? This is the most skippable song, the skippable award that goes to a song that is truly their worst, in your opinion. One that you wished that they never recorded. And when I say they, I mean Lou. Mm. That Lou skipped out on that studio day Mr. that he Reed. went in and he said, you know what? I, don't, I ain't got nothing today. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and we, there's plenty of that. He didn't general. even have banging on the drum that day. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I yeah exactly. So um, we take this He's very like, seriously. I'm in a rut right now. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so the most skippable song out of his first part of his discography, so the first ten or so albums, right? You're gonna go last, Matt. Okay. And so we're all gonna go first. Of course, we all want to know because it's our show. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fair enough. We all want to know, Leon. Yeah. What's your most skippable song? Okay. My most skippable song is going to go to So Alone. Oh, that was your... Uh, yes, that was else. my um, Brockhampton Mix and Match Award. Yeah. 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 Song sucks. Anyway. <laughs> okay. That was off of Grown Up in Public, right? Um. Yes. All right, yeah. That was a rough album. Yes. A tough one. 
Yeah, you could skip that album, to be honest. <laughs> you were very vexed, and you told me to forget about sex. You said you liked me for my mind, well, I really love your behind. Oh, get up the boogie. Oh, baby, get up the dance. Oh, get, 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 get up the boogie, baby. Oh, get up the dance. Shake your booty, mama. Oh, get up the dance. Yeah, man. You can see where uh, Eminem got the influence, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> For Lose It? Oh, man. Yeah, no, that song's pretty cringe. Yeah. Um, I mean, Strap that shit on the rocket. It's a yeah, bad, that's a bad he's part of the song. Up. I like the beginning, and then it just goes into that that's shit, what I was gonna say. dude. It's like a soft skip. Because that, like, what, first minute, two minutes or something? It's good. Yeah, it is good. But get him a boogie, and it sounds oh like his lips are puckered up. So you guys can separate the artist from the art, huh? <laughs> I refuse. No, get him on that I, I, rocket. Just give me a pair of scissors, and I'll, I, I can fix this song, dude. <laughs> you can, can fix, fix him. I can fix this. <laughs> yeah. You can fix it. You can make it a good man. That's right. <laughs> At least this song, okay? Um, okay, that's that's a good one for sure. For sure, skippable. Okay, not gonna deny that song did not irk me when I heard it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Josh, I'll go next. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Sally Can't Dance is my favorite album, and I knew that there's plenty that you guys were gonna skip because there's plenty of fucking skippable songs. So I wanted to bring back the idea that a skippable song is also could just be like in its nature. It's not terrible because some songs are so bad that you give it special attention. So I skipped the titular song sally can't dance the last song on the album got all the way through it and i was like you know what or no it's the second to last song Mm -hmm. and uh, i got most of the way through it and like kill your son is on Mm -hmm. that kill your sons is on that and i was just like dude this is the name of the fucking album this song is the name of the album skip dude yeah start it right from the top Bangsy. Those brass instruments sound so corny. Oh, that's dude. definitely that's definitely a fake in the funk. Yeah, I just like I was so skipping that one. Yeah, the like beginning the boom like yeah, that's dude. I don't know. I do kind of like the last song, Billy, where it's just him with his acoustic guitar and the saxophone going on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, for that reason, I have to skip wow. Sally Can't Dance. Wow. Too. I mean, it's not my favorite. It's not my least favorite, but I mean, if you don't like it, that's fine. I, I'm not gonna lose any sleep over Sally Can't Dance. Get him, get him on the rocket. Get her, sashay onto yeah. the rocket. Yeah, do whatever do, you gotta do. Do, do the onto robot on, onto the rocket. Yeah, you can't dance. You can't get on until you dance. <laughs> okay, so um, you two are done. My most skippable is one that was already called out earlier. It's just so bad, dude. <laughs> disco mystic ah, Ooh, there we go it's fucking garbage dude like <laughs> it's like not so- track two on the album too it's like yeah they didn't try to bury it they were like nah they this is the, the single the stooges level of putting fucking what's it called the uh, we will fall, we will fall. <laughs> which i actually kind of like we will fall but oh yeah. no let's not get started on that <laughs> yeah well you know we'll save it for the stooges episode. yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, Disco Mystic, here you go. Sorry in advance. This song fucking blows. It does have very Lurid, oh not Lurid, uh, Iggy Pop vibes. Yeah. yeah. I do yeah, get, it does. I do get to say, I kind of like, it sounds like on the vocals that he's almost, it's almost like a vocoder effect, but I think it's just Lou being fucked up. Yeah. Disco Mystic. Maybe Disco Mystic was his dealer. Yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah. That's not, that's not like, a disco track. He's like, somebody call up Disco Mystic. <laughs> we are out of cocaine. <laughs> I'm just going to keep <laughs> yeah. doing this until he gets yeah, here. Yeah, if he records, <laughs> it's genius. This poetry from the streets. That's David it's the Bowie. Song. <laughs> it's a theme song for his drug dealer, dude. Yeah, yeah the flippy floppity hat or whatever. Put, put him in jail. <laughs> put him in jail for for that. This this song sucks, dude. <laughs> Skippable. <laughs> all right, well, so that's all of ours. Yeah, what about you? Loaded uh, all right, well this this was actually really hard. This was hard. It was hard to listen to Ten Lou Reed albums. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Uh, yeah, I think Transformers great. I think uh, you know everything through uh, Coney Island Baby. Like, I I I can I can see making a case for it. But like the last five albums, if you picked any song off of those as your most skippable song, I wouldn't have been any. I wouldn't have been surprised. There's ones yes. on every album that I wanted to skip. So it was really hard to pick just one. But I'm gonna go with the Sheltered Life off of. Uh, Rock and Roll Heart, which wasn't old Velvet Underground, or maybe even pre-Velvet Underground Lou Reed demo, but it wasn't a good one. It didn't show up on VU or Another View. It was He was really scraping the barrel at that point. Uh, Follow the Leader was also a really a Velvet Underground <laughs> demo, but like, but this one, I'm just like, I don't know. Sheltered, it's not funny. Is it jazz? I, I don't know, man. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, from the beginning. Okay. Never been to England, never been to France Never really learned how to dance I've never taken dope and I've never taken drugs I've never danced on a bearskin rug Guess it's true what all those people they say I'm gonna have to Yeah, like, do you have a fake in the jazz award? Like, that is just like... <laughs> Those toss salad and scrambled eggs. Yeah, yeah, it really oh is. That is very toss salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah, Except, on. you know, Fraser could sing. Wow. <laughs> just, Holy shit, It's just like dude. the worst, yeah, like supper, like like middle-of-the-road bad jazz with Lou Reed croaking over it. I don't know, man. That's pretty bad. Yeah. That's pretty bad. I, I, I think we have, I mean, you know, some stinkers. 
<laughs> big, big stinkers, dude. We got some dude. stinkers on, on our hands, fellas. We got a solid crew going up to the Mars to stink up the place. And you know what? I feel like a lot of the songs that we've sent up there are kind of like unruly and stuff like that. Yeah. Let the stink get them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> let, get, let the real troublemakers show up on Mars. Awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah, Mars is going to get weird after these songs. Guys. Yeah. Yeah, you oh thought it was God. weird. Now all of the songs are posers. Yeah. <laughs> it's the disco mystic. Oh, no. Disco mystic, man. Dude. Okay, wow. Do we have a pro tip? Yeah, pro tip. Beep, 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 beep. Pro tip, everybody. Today, it's going to be England's Glory, the guy from the Only Ones band before the Only Ones. Whoa, really? Big time Lou Reed worship, Velvet Underground worship. Sounds like Lou Reed's first album. Oh, dang. Okay, cool. Let's hear it. Okay. couple different recordings of them some of them sound way more uh velvet underground mm-hmm. louis louis yeah. louis um they never released anything so it's like a lost tapes kind of band lost thing band. wow trip out who did you say from the only ones was in that the singer same oh, singer from the only ones wow trip you out. can hear another girl yeah another huh. planet uh-huh. that guy, yeah. right yeah good song i mean this, this is this is one of your hidden hidden gems for sure yeah. that you yeah. kind of pull out every now and then it's a good song you know what band the English band may always made me think of Lou Reed was Felt. Did you ever listen yeah, to Felt? I can yeah, that. Lawrence yeah, yeah. from Felt sounds just like Lou Reed. Oh. Like dream pop guitar. And uh, I think you had another one, right, Matt? You had a song that you wanted uh, to call out. Well, you know, I mean, Felt. Uh, I, I was just saying earlier how I feel like uh, Marky e. Smith was a big Lou Reed fan. Right. The Fall. The but, Fall. But I don't think there's any one song by the fall that sounds like lou reed it's more just the general vibe of like kind of speed freak rapping over like two chord songs <laughs> let's yeah. let's see a little bit of of the fall just to see uh yeah how close know. we get let's do paint work i'll just hit a random time Yeah, if Lou was from Manchester, and honestly, yeah. if you told me that was Lou, I would totally. Do <laughs> <laughs> Lou and, through like a prison phone or something. Yeah. And yeah. So you're telling me it, there's a band inspired by Lou Reed called The Fall and another one called Fell. No, felt. 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 Oh. Yeah, 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 play yeah. some felt. I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just by like prim- a little bit of like primitive painters or something. Tell me that guy d- didn't want to be Lou Reed. That's their biggest hit with Elizabeth Fraser. Whoa. Yeah, Shout out, vocals. dude. All right, let's do a bit of primitive Queen. painters. Yeah. I felt. Here Queen of the pod. <laughs> 
Just taking over, dude. Right. Yeah, right. Galloway. Yeah. If you ever want to hear a Lou Reed Cocteau Twins uh, mashup, that's about as close as you get. That's his, yeah. That's, that's it, dude. Yeah, okay. Freaking Robin on the guitar, too. Damn. Liz Fraser jumping in at oh. the very end. Very oh. nice. So we all skipped it. This is the final question. I know. <laughs> she found her way Liz's back, revenge. Dude. Final question: Is Lou Reed's first ten albums skippable? Oof. You know, I, okay, so I looked at the, all of the albums right now on my phone and I was like, how many did I skip? How many would I skip out of these 10? And I had four with the majority going to not skippable. Wow. So I'm going to say not skippable. Okay. Okay. I mean, they're not all hits. I'm going to say that. But I mean, as a whole, the average, I'm going to say not skippable. Yeah. I won't skip interesting, either. interesting, interesting. I'm gonna go skippable. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go skippable, and this is Punk. my 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 reason is um, I do think a lot of it is kind of filler. I do think if somebody made you a playlist, you wouldn't have to suffer through eight albums, and you could just get the good songs. Um, I don't think it's worth it. I really <laughs> don't. Wow. But you're listening to this through like our perspective of jamming through this which right is like l- listening to all the albums like I, I i would not suggest the random velvet underground fan to like come and like check out all of these albums I was like oh if you love all of velvet underground you're gonna love like you're not i don't think you're gonna love this i think if you're if you're a deep deep lou reed head you might like it and like that's like maybe you might like it yeah there's no promises and, <laughs> and honestly like as somebody that really liked him I was expecting to like more, mm. and Luke I just kind of—I just kind of found myself just being like, "It's fine." Don't yeah. know, don't know if I would have recorded that and called that an album, but like, I guess if you needed, like Leon said, "Dude's got to eat." Yeah, you know, he hungry. Yeah, <laughs> he is hungry. Uh, and and Leon, you were saying we we jammed through all the albums, and that's why Gio might be feeling really skippable right now. Um, I'm feeling really skippable about him right now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but like, I I listened to this and I was like vibing. I was like, oh dude, I'm chilling. Like this is like as soon as you catch an ear for it, I was listening to album after album after album. But I was also in a two-hour line at Disney World. <laughs> he couldn't stop. So, yeah, he was stuck. It's also a weird sort of. I'm like, well, at least I'm doing something, and this is like interesting enough. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's divisive for sure. Because I still skipped. I'm giving like a stipulation, if anything. Yeah. But like, would stuff, you like would you do it again, Leon? I have not six, all of them, of course. Right. Not. Okay. So some yeah. uh, there's a a significant portion. That is definitely skippable in, in, in his discography. Yeah, he's hungry, like I said. Yeah. Dude, you got to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt, what do you think? I mean, yeah, this is the toughest question for me to kind of wrestle with, and I don't want Leanne to punch me or anything. But, uh, he's the closest to you right now. Yeah, no, but, like, you know, I kind of think there's two kind of... Lou Reed was really influential in two ways, I feel. One, his music, and I think... 90% of his musical influence comes from those first four Velvet Underground albums. I'm going to be honest. And then 
The other way I think it was really influential was with his persona and just the idea of Lou Reed, like Lou Reed, the cultural icon. And I think 90% of that comes from his solo career. So it's, mm. it's kind of like, yeah, he really did invent the idea of the cult rock star, the underground rock star who doesn't have mainstream fame, but still makes a career, you know, with like a cult audience like that. He kind of him and you know Iggy Pop I guess but like they kind of like yeah kind of invented that road that people follow but to be honest if we're just talking the music of his solo career skip it life's too short yes life's too short Dang. right right <laughs> listen to Velvet Underground listen to a few of his a few of his albums they're good but like the lion's share and like like get we said, the greatest hits we did the first 10 <laughs> albums there's so much more yeah you that, get, you get yourself walking the wild side vicious charlie's girl perfect day a few others you're, you're probably okay the right? average person the average person probably doesn't need more if you're just an average guy <laughs> if you're just like an him, average guy then just listen to the hits if okay point six if you're basic <laughs> if you're basic go pick up a Go pick up a greatest hits, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there's no, sh- I, I'm, I'm not ashamed. I, I don't want to listen to anything, but I'm gonna go back. Honestly, like yeah. Sally can't dance. I thoroughly like that album. Besides yeah. the song Sally can't dance, like Kill Your Sons was fucking sick. New yeah, York Stars was fucking Kill sick. Your, like yeah. I have stuff from this experience that have gone on from the Skippables playlist right. to the like. Okay, this is the Car Roto playlist. You yes. know. And that's always a good indicator. For I me. will say, as I said earlier, I, I mean, if you are into Lou Reed, if you find his worldview interesting, I was fascinated the whole time. Listen, I like I was always waiting to see what he'd do next. You know, even if it was with you or so alone or like, you know, I was just like, what's this guy going to do? He's never boring, even when I thought a lot of the music is bad. I mean, you know, a lot of it is just like, yeah, two chord songs that he... Yeah, a little generic at times, That he clearly sure. did not have written beforehand. And like, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. But like, he's he'll surprise you and sometimes even move you. Definitely. Like, definitely yeah. like a good writer. Yeah. What's he going to do next? Yeah. But like, <laughs> Whatever, Whatever the fuck, fuck I want. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I can't recommend this to anyone but the most hardcore Lou Reed fan to listen to these 10 albums. I could not. I could not recommend it to anybody but yeah, the most hardcore. Exactly. Um, be warned. Be yeah. warned, everybody. We <laughs> we warned you. We we gave you our our opinions. Some of us are diehards, and and I appreciate the loyalty. I think Lou appreciates the loyalty, Leon. No, dude. Da- up down there in heaven. He's looking. Yeah, <laughs> down there in heaven. I'm going to heaven because I'm a Lou believer. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Matt. You you led us on this fucking wild Sorry. goose chase to find the most skippable song. We found a, a, a nice <laughs> group, a nice bunch. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you want to tell our listeners? Any, anything you want to plug? Uh, should I plug our band? We probably should plug our band. We have a band called Knights Templar, like Knight N I G H T S Templar on the Bandcamp and Spotify, with me and uh, Geo and and Manny, who uh, you may, guest shout out Manny. You may remember from the Oliver Tree episode. episode that's oh right. my god, I forgot Manny did that to me. <laughs> yeah, they're getting closer and closer to doxing us. <laughs> yeah, so you may remember that. Yeah, you're gonna dox us the the, the skippables eventually. They're gonna be coming to your house. You you just wait. You do that tool episode. You're gonna be getting oh my mailbox. God. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. might we might be doing yeah. tool pretty soon. Um, yeah, yeah, Jesus, um, check out Knights Templar guys. Yeah, check dude, out the, guys. The, the biggest band in the world right now. They just got playing. a new record. Yeah, new yeah. record, new shirts. Check new them shirts. out. We're playing a show with Toy Desert, who uh, 
I don't want to reveal anything about that band, but they're uh, the ones the ones to watch. Yeah, coming <laughs> up, dude. Uh, Los Angeles. Sign them up, Capital. Exactly. But Verb Matt Records, RCA. Being our first return guest, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks you did for the having very me back. first episode with yeah. us, and now so the last. I think yeah, the, it's over. <laughs> now we're done. I think the longest episode too. Yeah, this mm-hmm. has got to be long, right? I mean, somewhat long, but we've we've, we've probably done some vamping that I, I might be. Uh, we were yeah. goofing off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a whole Skippy's Junior segment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the archives. It yeah. never happened. No one talking about. <laughs> but yeah, man, so great to have you back. Hopefully, you come back again soon. All and, right. and you know, we'll yeah, tackle we'll tool. We'll dude. Twist your arm, jeez. Yeah. Arm, <laughs> yeah, less less albums next time. Yeah, that'd Definitely. be nice. A band but, with uh, less albums. Man, to the world out there, don't let it skip you by. Bye. Toodaloo. Bye. <laughs>